You're listening to the Heat Ratio Podcast, brought to you by the Heat Ratio Sports Network. This show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level. Whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda, everything is fair game. Remember, everyone has an opinion, but only few can back it up. Now sit back, crank up the volume, and if you think you can handle it, get ready for the heat. Welcome in everybody to Heat Ratio Live, episode 148. I'm your host, Tony Jason Cotillo, joined by none other than Mikey Goose and my man, Coach Dave Dixon. Uh, Mr. John Coker will be back in a couple weeks, has some stuff to attend to, but this is going to be a live show. I think I figured this out. I think we are live on Instagram as well for the first time. Looks like through my phone that it did work. So if you're on Instagram, let us know. Give us a follow. Give us a comment as well. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscription button. We are 10 away from 200. We're working up to we're at 190 right now. So be those next 10 people and give us that subscription. But we have a ton of stuff to talk into. Fresh off of Super Bowl, Tom Brady to go. Uh, listen, there's some Phillies news. The Sixers are still rolling. There's a lot of NBA things to discuss, a lot of football things to discuss, but we have to start right off with the Carson Wentz. I, I, I get it. And the people are already going to say, oh, that's all we hear. And I am a little tired of it. I am. But again, this is what we do. And I, I'd love to hear your guys' response to what's going on, because in my opinion, they're screwing this whole situation up. So, you know, Carson Wentz should be traded right now. He should be gone. 100%. Okay. But what I will say is, Coach Dave, you haven't been here for a while. I got, and, and I know you're smart. You know, you've been a, a huge, you know, voice within the organization say it's their fault. It starts with Jeffrey Lurie. Well, right now, it looks like everything is getting screwed up. Okay. So you tell me right now, Carson Wentz still on his team. We obviously know he will not be here. Okay. Cause he can't come back. Uh, right now, what are your thoughts? Uh, we missed you for the last couple of weeks. Let Coach Dave vent a little bit and let us know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. There's so many things to, to I do know. Um, Carson deserves to play on a team that, um, can contend in my opinion. And I don't think he should be here. If I'm Carson Wentz, honestly, I wouldn't come out loud and say that I don't want to be in Philadelphia because obviously that's bad publicity for everybody. Um, but why would you want to be here if you're Carson Wentz? Right. Um, I know people have said both sides, like he, he hasn't come out and denied or said too many things out loud. Um, and I guess you're damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. Um, you know, it's it's a terrible situation. And, uh, again, the fans, we are the fans that are suffering through this, if you will, suffering maybe too strong of a word. But it goes back to the organizational structure and how bad this whole thing is. And Carson is wrapped in the middle of it for, for why. Think again the genesis of this. Why is he wrapped in the middle of this? Why is he, you know, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It looks awful. It looks awful to everybody. National media is having a field day with this, in my opinion, and they believe Carson Wentz should move on. 
Yeah, this whole thing's a joke. It really is. Uh, Trevor, yo, what's up? Uh, checking in. Uh, Trevor says it's live on, on Grant. doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I noticed that, Trevor. It's because of the, the screen. It shows me and, and Googs and Dave are cut off. But at least I'll get the audio, so at least we'll figure out that next week. Next week. So at least it's there. That's all I worry about. Uh, Trevor wants to know, can the Catholic Church calm Carson Wentz and retire like Napoleon Coffin? Uh, <laughs> DMGT, that's what boy just staying green. They want staff return. A golf like level now that's not going to happen tars checking in jigsaw what's going on bro tars been a while man that's checking in our boy joe checking in uh my man joe says interested to see how wentz is perceived on a new team as one who didn't want to compete for his old job uh listen very 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 interesting comment right there and what i will say uh, googs is i i don't understand how we got here the the you know, the, the label this episode is the new norm is now a bad dream you know we heard but we won this super bowl this is the new norm we were all happy this is did we sell our souls for this i don't know but i'll tell you what it's really hard for me to not look at this as carson wentz being a little spoiled little brat i I, and i you know i say it just like that because he hasn't come out and said anything. We've talked about this before. And this looks like this has all been fueled by Carson himself. You know, I, I've heard from numerous people, I'm not going to say sources, but numerous people about he was not happy when they drafted Jalen Hurts. He made comments to teammates that he wasn't happy. Why did they draft this guy? You're already doing that. And it's already in your head. That means, like I've said before, this guy's a mental midget. So why do we continue to protect Carson Wentz? Honestly, Mike, I think you feel the same way as me. Bro, if you want to go, get out. I'll drive you there. See you. Let's move on. Well, I, look, I mean, we've said this how many weeks. To, we're always saying, you know, we're, we're, we continue to go over the same thing. But you, you touched on a lot of points there. So the first thing is, how did we get here? Well, l- l- let me let me roll that back a little bit and, and say that if you were Wentz, okay, and believe me, I'm the Wentz defender, but if you were Wentz, and they go and they 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 have all these needs everywhere, everywhere, all over the team. And they go and they spend a draft pick high on uh, on on Jalen Hurts. If Carson Wentz was surprised by that, I to me that would be a complete shock. Because are we really supposed to believe that Peterson or or uh, Press Taylor or whoever didn't tell Wentz, listen? durability issues. We want to make sure that we have a backup because the problem is always going into the off season knowing, well, what if Wentz gets hurt? What if Wentz gets hurt? And we wind up getting stuck with a stiff. I mean, that was always the thing, right? It was for three or four years. That was the biggest problem was Wentz's durability. So I have to imagine that the upper, the upper portion of the organization somehow sold Wentz on the fact that we need an insurance policy. And I know, I know you may come back, uh, uh, Dave, coach Dave, cause we talked about this before. And even John talked about this before. Well, why didn't we get like a veteran like Andy Dalton? Why did you, you know, why did you draft a, um, you know, somebody coming out of college to be his backup? Well, I guess there's arguments on both sides of that, but I understand why he's salty, but why we should be salty as Eagles fans is because all we did for the last three years is put all kinds of pieces around Wentz in order to make Wentz better. I mean, from the first day that we traded for Wentz, 
we basically mortgaged the farm to get this guy, okay? The upper management of the Eagles organization, and when I say that, we all know that I'm talking about Mr. Bean Counter, Howie Roseman, okay? He, dude, say whatever you want, but whatever they did, they just constantly appeased to this guy. And I always felt that way. And then when I start reading in Marcus Hayes' piece today, he basically backed up everything that I was saying. So it's really good to see a journalist as bright as this guy who's not afraid to call the Eagles out on their bullshit having the same kind of thoughts. And I know a lot of us do. Yeah. Look at this, right? Look at, look at these two sad individuals. They they look like they have absolutely no idea what's going on, but then, you know, was that the day that they drafted Wentz? Everybody's yeah, happy. Or, that's you know, the day they drafted Wentz right there. That's the day they drafted Wentz. So listen, they had high hopes for Wentz and it, you know, and for whatever reason, why are we here? Well, we're here for a lot of different reasons. One is because Carson Wentz, and I have to back up what you said, Tony, he does. He's definitely a spoiled brat. He, it doesn't look like that he could take anything. And don't get me wrong. The guy got his head bashed in for four years here. He was injured. He, he, he basically injured every part of his body, but I, you can't blame the Eagles for not putting people around him. The Eagles did a lot. They signed a lot of people. They drafted a lot of offense. They ignored a lot of really gaping holes in order to make sure that Wentz had the protection, had the offensive firepower. So at the end of the day, when you cash a big check like that at $128 million, and then you stick the Eagles with $40 million of dead cap money and you, and you bitch about it the entire time, all this crap that came out about this guy over the last couple of years. How is anybody in earth in Philadelphia defending Carson Wentz right now? I have no idea how. I agree. I don't know how. I really don't. Uh, Trevor, check it. It says, can we say Carson Wentz has the deep attitude of RG3? Mike, with a great comment. Mike Bell, if Wentz was a real alpha, he'd want to stay, beat out Hurts, and prove himself here. That's my boy, Mike Bell. That's right, Mike. Exactly. Yes. 100%. Exactly. I love this is great. I think this is awesome. And this is exactly what we talked about. You know, Trevor's talking about, like I say, where all your Wentz defenders at? Sent smoke signals and you're all radio silent like your boy. And that's the thing. That's the thing. No, You know, all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, all, all listen, all the, am I, cockroaches can we say cockroaches oh you know on i know asking used to say it a lot but i love that word cockroaches yeah all yeah. the little cockroaches on the internet now they're all saying uh you know what i'm willing to live with hurts stop it go crawl back onto your rock and hide back in your mom's basement okay where you belong you don't belong out of the basement yeah. okay because that's all you do Go back. Stop right. with your tweets. Stop with your exactly. trolling. Okay. Go back into a, your your mother's closet or the basement that you're still living in, and you're 47 years old. Okay. <laughs> Attacking me on Twitter. And your stop. name is Robert Barone. Yeah. So stop. stop okay. Stop. <laughs> uh, my boy X checking in. Mark John Miller soft can't try making out out there in the playoffs. How how <laughs> I won't say it, but is Hurts a threat? I Mark, I think Hurts is a, you know Hurts is a threat. To Carson, oh, I know what he's saying. How is Hurts a threat to you? Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Right. I get it. 100%. Completely agree, Mark. How do you let that guy, okay, coming right out of college when you've already been paid as the franchise guy getting your head? I don't understand it. Highest paid player in the history of the Eagles. Highest paid player in the history of the Eagles. I don't know. We've got to keep telling ourselves that. I know. I'm going to be the oddball here, believe it or not, and I'm going to – I don't care if I sound like a Wentz defender or not, but apologist. Uh, well, yeah, the apologist, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't care if it's Carson Wentz or whatever quarterback you want to name. You drafted this kid number two overall, 
And Mike, I disagree with surrounding him with with a bunch of quality. I think they surrounded him. They did they did what they thought possibly was good, but right. their draft picks prove prove that to be wrong. Um, the the it's why would Wentz want to stay in this disheveled program when Howie Roseman has proven time and time again not not to be able to come up with the goods. The year that they won the Super Bowl, they had a bunch of leftovers from from what uh, Chip Kelly and Andy Reid had made. Um, and then you go with a couple of free agents that helped win the Super Bowl that apparently Joe Douglas and, and Howie, they both joined together and picked the right guys to make it work. Um, and then you had a coach come in and win the Super Bowl with a backup middle linebacker, a backup left tackle, and a backup uh, quarterback, and that guy's gone. I just don't know if, if, if it's fair to believe all the media and to believe all the stuff that's going on about Carson. And I, I don't know if it's fair. Like, again, I don't know if it's true or not. But if it is, then he should already have been gone. If he's a locker room cancer. So this goes back to me telling you that the program that the Eagles are running sucks. Because if he is a cancer, if he is a, a, a smidgen of a cancer, I don't care how much you're paying him. Get rid of him. You're right, but, but maybe at Terrell that time Owens, they had so much invested into him, though, man. Terrell maybe. Owens. Got, they got rid of Terrell Owens. Yeah, but that was a different leadership, dude. That was an Andy Reid was calling the shots. He didn't know how to well, deal with it. He was with a cancer. Like according Owens. to them. Okay, Andy Reid's the team, entire team is full of cancers, okay? And he, he keeps winning every year. He's got the worst character, worst people, the worst human beings in the world on, on the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, we don't even need to go down that route. But you, you're right. You're right. But, Dave, let me throw this at you and tell me if you agree with this or not, Coach. And this is from Marcus Hayes. The Eagles either acquired or extended right tackle Lane Johnson, right guard Brandon Brooks, left guard Isaac Samalo, number one receiver Jeffrey, speed receiver Jackson Rieger, tight end Dallas Goddard, center Jason Kelsey, left tackle Andre Dillard, and running back Miles Sanders. All offensive players, regardless of whether or not Roseman couldn't pick the right – forget all that. that. Yeah, Tony brought, brought all that stuff up. and He's dead uh, on. He's dead he's, on. He's, he's dead on. Um, none of them were drafted by – Howie Roseman. Um, they were all pieces that put together. So, okay, great point. Marcus Hayes, great point. Two of those players left this year because of injury. Dillard didn't play. So you mean to tell me with those three guys out that we're going to hold our starting quarterback, whether it's Jalen Hurts or, or Carson Wentz or Ron Jaworski, whoever it is, accountable when three offense, three starting offensive linemen don't play? The majority of the season. So you quit. So you're no, paid as a leader, no. and you just you give up. He was benched. He didn't quit. He sucked. He didn't quit. He they benched him. He did oh, not quit on this team. Needed. He was awful. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't, Dukes. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I'm telling you is, but when, is when a player when a player's benched, they should just leave the team. No. He should have taken it like a man and regrouped and got back into it. But the point is, he didn't want to be there. He didn't. He was done. The good, the dude was done. He was done. I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if he was done or not. But stellar he, play here. He by didn't. Wentz. Look at this. Look at this. What? Oh, wait a minute. The wrong guy again. How many times have we seen this? 
Look at this. We realize how bad he was. He's horrible. This is a great one. I love this one. This was great. Yeah, great. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, listen, you he can go. Stinks. He Tony, stinks. Tony, play the play play the twenty nineteen playoff run. The last four games of Carson Wentz. Oh, this one was. Show great. those highlights. Those. This one's my favorite. This is the highlight. Well, here, let me ask you this, because, and and, I, and I'll go through because as we're watching, what is this? The, the, what is this? Is a joke. This is the hot. So here's the thing. This Just let it run the rest of the show. That's being sent to Ryan Pace in Chicago. This is a highlight reel that's being sent to Jim Ursi out there in Indianapolis, saying, "Hey, we want two first round picks and a third, like Matthew Stafford." That's what they're saying. And Dave, if you listen, we can go back to 2019, 2018, 2017. It doesn't matter. It's what have you done for me lately? Say what you want. This isn't Russell Wilson. This isn't Tom Brady. This guy does not have enough of a resume to hold on to with this horrific of a year. And if he was that good, people would be lining up for Carson Wentz. That's another thing. I want to throw this out there, too, to all the Twitter trolls. For for a guy who's really bad, they're all fighting over him. Are they really? Because last time I checked, there were two teams. And out of those two teams, guess what? Nobody wants to hit the demands. Nobody. They want to send a third round pick and Tariq Cohen. You know what? I would. I would do it. I would do it. It dumps the salary, man. You know, we're all done with them. There's nothing. It's finished. I mean, regardless of whatever side, Dave makes a lot of interesting points. Okay. He's taking the player's perspective. And when it looks like you got somebody as dysfunctional as Roseman putting all these, uh, subpar players around. I'm not saying that all of them were, but they at least tried. And Dave, you know, I'm not going to defend Howie Roseman. He's like enemy. No, number I, one I, understand. I understand. I understand. Right. But I, I, and I think you make a lot of good points, but, I think that when you want the leader money, when you want the franchise money, when you cash a check like that, you know what? It goes beyond some of these other things. You know, there's some intangible saying that right. I got to stick through this. And so let's yeah. talk about the money. Let's talk about his his deal that he signed. He signed a franchise friendly deal. Yeah, for sure. That Absolutely. was his choice and his agent's choice, not to handcuff the Eagles to a certain extent. If he was that much of a diva, he could have said it the other way. Here's my point, fellas. Honestly, he had guys, he had guys, listen, listen, listen to me. Honest, honest here. I don't care about Carson Wentz's feelings. I want to win as many Super Bowls as this franchise can win. If we win them for the rest of my life, that's I would be happy with that. Okay, every year. My point to you guys is, and to everybody that's listening, I don't care if it's Carson Wentz. This organization has made fails one after the other, and it has everything to do with the top two guys. And until that changes, I don't care if you trade Carson Wentz for a bag of footballs or you get one draft pick for him. I'm telling you the result isn't going to change until that leadership goes. So what they're doing right now, to me, they're diverting the fan base and, and all the reporters to blame Carson Wentz. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Maybe, no, maybe he no. has a little bit of a point there. They're always they're always looking for a scapegoat, and if Roseman could take the attention off of him, he would. So, you know, Tom, we don't know what they do. We don't know if they float something into the press to say, you know, get this story to go around or maybe change the opinion here a little or leak stuff out that isn't true. We don't know. I mean, it's possible, but we don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing. Carson Wentz has a mouth, too. Carson Wentz has an agent as well. Yeah, but they so guess what? 
Carson Wentz is saying nothing. Either one of us right here on this show, if somebody was bad-mouthing us and killing us, we would 100% come out and defend ourselves. But you know he's not saying that because his agent probably said, the fact that we're even in this situation right now is destroying your trade value. Shut your mouth so I can get you to another team because anything that you say right now is going to look like you're a bad teammate. He told him to shut up. Okay, but here's the thing. The agent is allowed to come out and be a spokesperson. The agent can say anything, put any kind of spin he wants. He can come out and say Carson went to, you know, a positive image, right. say whatever he wants. And he's right. not saying anything. Okay. And that, so what, that, what, is that what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. That, well, how can nobody, you spin that say, one way or the other? How can you possibly hey, spin hey, that one way or the other? Listen, you know this as well as I do. I need to get to some of these comments because we got tons. But let me ask you this. You're a coach, okay, and you know one of your players comes to you, okay, and, and says to you that how he's feeling, and, and you hear, you know, he's your quarterback. You know he's the leader. You get paid big money to be in this spot. You got to put your big boy pants on, and you have to stand up in the good times and the bad times. Let's face it. Doug Peterson got fired. We heard crickets from Carson Wentz. Nick Sirianni gets hired. We heard crickets from Carson Wentz. It's really weird. Crickets. It, it no, is. It's right? weird. Nothing. I brought it up last week, and I'm going to continue to bring it up. He's quick on Instagram with his dogs and his honey. <laughs> and, right? But seriously, and that's the, that's the issue. You you have to come out and say one word. One word. You have, I, I don't care. You can't worry about the way it's going to be spun. It's your job. As okay. the leader of this franchise. You're right, and I agree with you, but I'll leave you with this before you can get to the comments because I know we got a lot. Listen, isn't his silence just deafening? Isn't yeah. him not saying anything saying everything? Well, yeah. yeah. It means he, he's orchestrating this entire thing, yes. That's where we he are. He doesn't want to be here. No. no he it doesn't. means he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't. And you know and what? We don't, don't want him, him here either. Goodbye. I don't blame him. Bye. I mean, it's you, 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 listen to me. You, you, you're missing what I'm trying to tell you is, though, I'm not defending him. His his silence, his silence is this has never happened. Ryan Clark said three weeks ago when I was watching TV, Ryan Clark on on ESPN said when a player wants to get something through to everybody else to the media, exactly what Tony said, he goes to his agent, his agent says something. He produces some type of noise out on the airwaves, right? And then when Carson or the player, whoever it may be, is asked about it, he can honestly say, I never said that because his agent is the one that said it. That, that's not even going on here. They're both radio silent. And it's what because if, they don't want to be – he doesn't want to be in this organization. Or, or maybe, Dave, or maybe – for sure I agree with you. You're right. 100%. He does not want to be here. But I think, and again, this is just my opinion. What do I know? But I think that his agent told him, no Instagram, no social media. Let me get yeah. this deal done. Anything that you say can take, they can, you know, it could be uh, it could be conceived as negative right now because there's already a couple of stories going around that saying he's not a locker room guy, that he is very, you know, uh, divisive. We don't know if that's the case or not. We don't know. Uh, yes, Trevor. Yes, I would absolutely say he was not a, a super beta. Absolutely. He's still a beta. 
Uh, our boy Joe checking it says Hertz pick would be different if they didn't show commitment to Wentz and his contract. He's a nice guy, Diva, that people don't want to believe it. Uh, exactly. Uh, I, I completely agree. Uh, we talked about the Wentz defenders. Uh, Adam checking in says, I think Wentz is gone and Hertz is the future. I completely agree. Possibly. I would get rid of both of them, to be honest. Right. Well, start I'm over. <laughs> I'd start <laughs> over completely. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, Dude, wow. if I'm the head coach of this team, I don't want any of these quarterbacks on my team. I'm drafting, I'm drafting, I'm doing everything to get up to number two, and I'll take the number two quarterback in the draft and start over my team there. Al says he's right here, which is he's a Wentz defender. He says he still believes in his talent, and he believes trading him will be the biggest mistake in Eagles history. I respect that. I, I you know, it's one of the questions on, you know, on our agenda tonight. Well, could this be one of the biggest mistakes that the Eagles could ever make? It's the problem possible. Is, has to be made. It just has to. Uh, Brian, checking in. It's simple. Wentz does not have the mental makeup or personality to play in Philly. It was a concern when he was drafted. It's become a real problem for many reasons. He's soft, especially mentally. Can't take competition. Can't take criticism. Can't take hard coaching. Can't take fans ripping him. He's not built for it. He's just not. You're hard right. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Right. To the You're absolutely right. Uh, Joe, he's on fire tonight. Hurts pick proved to be the right decision if he i love this if he can't play with a rookie behind him how would he compete with the pressure in the postseason that's well said i, I love it i love it because here's the here's the other spin and and we'll get to these uh, the next set of comments in, in a couple minutes but what if in in all this this crazy world. It's 2021. We're still in a pandemic. We're talking about different COVID strains, right? We have no idea when we're going to be able to see a game again. What if Howie Roseman is the evil genius? What if he does get the haul for Carson Wentz? What if Jalen Hurts does work out and all of a sudden, instead of a five-year rebuild, it only takes us a couple. Then all of a sudden, we're singing the praises of Howie Rosen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but what I'm saying is you guys remember when they drafted Jalen Hurts, I, we, we all talked about it on this show, that somebody wasn't sold on Carson Wentz because they drafted him. They would they would have never drafted Jalen Hurts if they were all sold on Carson Wentz. So maybe that guy all along was Howie. I, I don't know. But who we else have, would it be? Who would, it's, it's not, I don't think it's Lurie. Well, it's Tony Lurie. thought it was Peterson the whole time, right, Tony? Oh, you thought it was Peterson. Oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I thought it was Peterson. But And that's the thing. I mean, it, you think about it. If, you know, with the amount of money that they have to eat, if they somehow can work the money out, get a couple picks back in return, and a player that can be productive, a younger player at that, and Jalen Hurts works out, this is – this is like what Ruben Amaro tried to do with Cliff Lee. Yeah, that's right. That's a good analogy. Very it, good analogy. It, it, it's crazy. Listen, Unbelievable. I, uh, God, I will po- apologize every day to Howie. I hope you are 100% correct on that fantasy trip. I will not. Oh, <laughs> sorry, coach. No yeah, way. That's not happening. Uh, no, listen, we're just going to bury I, Howie. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. We all hope that that's the right thing. But again, I don't care if it's Carson Wentz or not. I don't care if you guys think he can play here or not. I really don't give a shit. The problem is the hierarchy and where our leadership has been. There's so many rumors about Jeffrey Lurie wanted J.J. Arcega-Whiteside because it was his son's roommate in Stanford or or classmate (laughs) or whatever it was. I mean, there's so many goofy things going on in this organization that – 
we are far behind. And that's why I say something as crazy as I would get rid of both quarterbacks with a new coach, and I would mm. I would start over with a clean slate. And here we go. I'm going to try- take it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, Dave, sorry about that. I'm going to say That's that if good. you ask me, because you already said something weird is going on. You've been saying that now for almost, you know, the last year. You always said that something wasn't right. So I think you're, I think you're um, on the right path. And if I had to guess, here's what, here's what I think may be happening. Okay, but who knows? We can float these theories around. We all look at when Howie Roseman makes these catastrophic draft picks, and we're all like, well, why is he still in the position that he's in? Now, the guy, say whatever he wants, a general manager. He did win the Super Bowl three years ago. Say whatever you want. Nobody can take that away from Howie Roseman, okay? He won the Super Bowl. He was the GM. I don't care about Joe Douglas. Don't give me any of that stuff. He was the GM. They won the Super Bowl. Lightning in the bottle, whatever it was, he still won the Super Bowl, okay? But if this guy continues to make these crazy draft picks and these stupid things and put the Eagles in, and again, nothing happens to him, and Lori constantly backs him, tells me that it's possible that Lori did exactly what you said. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe he's got his hands in the cookie jar. Maybe it's his billion-dollar little toy. Maybe Lori's the one making these crazy calls, and he knows that Roseman's always going to take the blame, and he doesn't care, and neither does Roseman. Because it has to be that kind of a relationship. Something's yeah. got to be going on. Something, something, or, you know, something, you know. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Something. Um, Joe, Joe says, and I know he's talking about cards here. You hold him accountable when you hold a ball for four plus seconds and continue to make excuses for sacks and turnovers, right? Al checking in and says, by the way, what did they surround him with? D-Jack played four games with Wentz. Jeffrey played about seven games. And no, zero young wide receivers. The only person he could ever count is Ertz. I absolutely, Al, 100% disagree. They did everything to surround him with talent. It's just exactly what Goog said earlier, and I said before as well, it's not his fault it didn't work out. They did get him the pieces. They just were maybe the wrong pieces. They did draft Dallas Goddard. They did sign Zach Ertz. They did sign Brandon Brooks. They did sign Lane Johnson. Okay, we get, they did bring in D-Jax because they so wanted wait. to draft. Right? So wait, so wait. They, they did something. They did, but they didn't work out. But Carson gets the quarterback. Stop saying Carson. The quarterback still gets held accountable yes. for shit that they yes. didn't hit on. Yes. How does that make sense? Why? Because he's the highest paid player on the team. He's that paid- wasn't his fault. That wasn't just, his fault they, they paid him that whoa, money. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. We say whatever you want, <laughs> what? Dave. So guess what? So when you're the manager of a baseball team, okay, and the general manager picks all your players and you don't win, who gets canned? Your ass is canned. You know why? Whether they didn't work or not, it's your job to make them work, right? Who, the general manager? No, you as the coach. Yeah. Yes. So the coach on the field is the quarterback. So you somehow, some way, we talked about Carson Wentz last year taking a team that had their best receiver. It was Greg Ward, okay, who basically came out of Genardi's and put a uniform on, right? You're talking about oh, everybody praised Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. Look what Carson did with nobody. Look what he did. He's amazing. But now we want to say, oh, poor Carson. He didn't have enough pieces. What is it? You can't be on both sides here. You got well, What's the truth? Well, well, well a lot of people simple. made what's excuses. For, a lot of people made excuses for McNabb. But McNabb was surrounded by all those. You know, we've James gone over that before. How many times? James Trash and Charles Johnson, all those other scrubs. And he, he always. I'm not trying to compare Wentz to Carson. I'm uh, sorry. I'm not trying to compare um, McNabb to to Carson Wentz. Have. 
but, I, but that, that wasn't really the, but the, the point is that, you know, if you're going to be a franchise player, get it done. You find ways to get it done. You find ways to, and you certainly don't come out and just blame people. You Mo- certainly don't come out and cause problems. I mean, you just don't do that. He took the check. He took the money. There are different rules for franchise players, and he failed miserably. Look at that, Mike. You brought up McNabb. Most Tennessee teams, nine. Donovan McNabb. Where's he rank on that list? Bre- number five. You see the okay, only non-Hall of Famer on that list? Brett Favre, number one. Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana. Roger Stallback. Tom Brady. Drew Brees. Russell Wilson. Troy yes. Aikman. Yes, Googs, you're right. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? It's funny because I just had this conversation with my my son, and I said, is Donovan McNabb a Hall of Famer? And he, like, just, you know, decided to destroy me for, like, 15 minutes saying that I'm crazy and yep. are you nuts? And I think he's you, a Hall of Famer. Well, when you look at his numbers, it's close. But, but but what you said, though, Mike, what what he did with nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. And, and, and I, again, I was I, tough on it, McNabb. what kills me is if, if, if we're talking about – if this is Ben Simmons saying, don't, don't I want him. out, we're yeah. killing him. We're Destroying killing him. Ben Destroying Simmons. Him. Yeah. But now, now, look at how we've done it. What, I just want to know, what has Carson done that's been so great to us? He's got a pass. For me, it's not what Carson has done or hasn't done. It's what the organization has done, Tony. And I just, I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been consistent with that the whole time. No, oh, you not. have, but don't you think the organization has always been dysfunctional? When have they not? So, all right. So they had all their shit together that year. And it, whatever you said, Googs, I totally agree with you. It was, it was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Everything seemed to fall in place. And Tony put the script together for today's show saying that after 2017, we slowly been on decline Yeah, from that point. So right. that one fantastic year, they hit they nail on the head. Legarrett Blunt, they had they had um Howie Longson um there he came in to play. How about the D back they got from the Saints that came in? What was his name? Um he played phenomenal. Um not Malcolm Jenkins, the other kid that caught the interception in the Minnesota. What oh my gosh. I forget his name. Tony, I forget what's his what's that what's that D back's name that caught that interception against? I can't I can't think of his name either. No, 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 no. 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 Xavier Rhodes. What are we talking about? (laughs) No, that was the 2017 season. He called an interception against for us. us. Yeah, Patrick Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. That's another free agent that we forgot about. That was a big key to success. Sure. Sure, uh, sure, but I mean, it's it's not that. I mean, I just feel that. Look, let me roll back to what I said earlier. Maybe that, and and again. Let's just let's let's talk about the year that they hired Peterson. Let's talk about that year and that we destroyed the Eagles and we were laughing at Peterson. Everybody was laughing at him. The Eagles were the biggest joke. Uh, remember that GM from uh, from uh, Carolina destroyed Peterson. Nobody wanted him. He's a joke. I mean, he took a lot of heat, right? But mm-hmm. maybe he was just an extension of Roseman. Maybe he was a Roseman like type of hey, do what I say, just be a yes man. And when Roseman tried that with Chip Kelly, that just didn't work out. And Kelly bolted, and that was a complete mess. And maybe that's why now we have this uh, Sirianni guy that nobody saw coming because maybe it's just Roseman being – maybe it's Lurie controlling the team through a proxy like Roseman with a yes guy. That's what I yeah. – that's, that's where I am at this point. I agree that's 100%. I think it's another, another puppet. That's, this is – I said on this show uh, before I like left for – Like a, a Howie Roseman yeah. puppet on the street. Yeah. You know? 
before I took my little uh, vacation, and I said that they will pick a first-year coach. You're right. That you will that. be be a puppet. He's going to be a puppet. Oh, he looks you know? like a puppet. All right. The ventriloquist of the NFL, Howie Roseman. So Mike Mike Texan says this year we we let's get calls and comments. We have about fifty of them. Um, this year the injuries and poor play by much of the offense were an issue. But you're going to have adversity in your career. You can't wait to quit and trade the first time that happens. One hundred percent. Right. Yeah, for sure. Adam, what's up, Adam? Checking in. Wentz has hurt too much, so he got his head that he was worried about getting hurt every play. I, I don't disagree there. He did play differently. Uh, you know, he did play a little softer than usual. Uh, Trevor says, shall we all <laughs> set up a Morrison Novacare center to get Howie Rosen out imagine? of power? Why not? Should. Trevor, I love that. Uh, Dan says, minor team-friendly, team-friendly when guys signed after him. Yes, you talk about the contract. Uh, Carson Wentz, worth the tall quarter Bitcoin currently. Oh, my God, this is bad. Would you, uh, trade, would you trade three Bitcoin for Carson Wentz? Maybe. Everybody knows he had an awful season. He wasn't the first, and it won't be the last. Tony, what kind of season did your boy have last season? Oh. What kind of season did he have this season? Point oh. me. And for everybody listening, I love Al, man. He knows my boy is Baker Mayfield. And, you know, we, we always call – listen, I say my boy Baker. Al knows that my boy. And he makes a good point because Baker did have a bad season, right? But they brought in an established coach. And they completely revamped the entire team. Yes. And they orchestrated the offense around a guy. But here's what I will say. There wasn't question marks about Baker's mental ability coming out of school. The, the, the problem with Baker Mayfield was always physical. Carson Wentz, we, we, we undoubtedly know he has the tools to do what he needs to do. But mentally, he is a midget. I was one and said 100% the reason why I would draft Baker Mayfield is because of the intangibles. He's a leader. He knows how to get it done. He knows how to pump up players. He knows how to be the leader in the locker room. Something obviously Carson cannot do. So I don't care what kind of players you get. If Carson can be this mentally one-sided, He's going to have an issue no matter what. Uh, this is Carson Wentz, who what, what kind of mental makeup do you need to throw a touchdown pass after you tore an ACL? What kind of what, what kind of mental mocks do you need to come back from an ACL? A lot. Right. And, and, and play well. Well, yeah. It's Carson, Carson Palmer because he did it yeah. twice, right? So yeah. uh, right. So we, we we did listen, all that stuff before the injury is irregardless now. It's what have you done for me lately? How can you react based after the injury? We can't you can't have a preconceived notion about what the guy did before as to what he's doing now after an injury, because everybody's gonna to, to lose something for the most part. Right. I mean, we can't expect Lane Johnson basically has a shattered ankle to expect him to be the same player that he was. I mean, I hope he is, but he's going to lose something. Right. Yeah, but, so prior the, the year, be, the year, not last year, but the year before that, Carson recovering from an ACL injury helped this team move into the playoffs. Right. Who? What's that? He moved. He got them to the playoffs the year, okay. the year I'm not disagreeing. after an ACL injury. Right. But he need more help. Yes, he definitely needs more. Okay, help. but he got into the playoffs. He did. Okay, well, and you're comparing Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield yeah, has no ways, Dave. Ba Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I can. Sure, can. Baker Mayfield has two two phenomenal running backs, right? right. And he has a uh, he has a wide receiver that could potentially be an All Pro. And guess Jarvis what? Landry. 
guess what? And he has a solid tight end. Baker Mayfield almost single-handedly won that game against Kansas City. You know why? Because of this right here. That's why. Carson Wentz would have got sacked 12 times. Okay, well, would have, could have, should have. I mean, we don't know that for sure, but. We do. We do. Uh, well, you do. Mike Belichick said the guy says don't agree with the point about the press. They're very likely putting this info out there, but Wentz has a mouthpiece in Rob Motti. Oh, I like Rob. I, I like Rob. I respect his work. I like what he does. So I'm not going to bash Rob. He's the one guy who actually, I will say this, Mike, if you listen to press conferences, not many people ask the questions that Rob Motti asks. You can say what you want, but he does. Whether he gets away with it because they're church friends or not, I don't know, but he is <laughs> asking the question that nobody else uh, answers. Uh, Dan, Tony, you're overplaying his silence. It means nothing. I agree with Mikey. I'm not overplaying, Dan. Go looking out, Dan. Go looking out. Real I'm quick, Tony, real quick. Tony, hey. Wentz. Say great 40. Do me a favor. Listen to the gambler and listen to the final judgment and listen to my day. You'll hear I, I said that the silence means that he wants out of here. Come on, Dan. You're killing me. Um, the silence is deafening. Deafening. Victoria, what's up? <laughs> Tori checking in. We don't want him here. Speak for yourself. He's not speaking because Jeff and Howie did him. We do want him here. She said, do. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tori wants him here. And I, and listen, Again, that's that's fine. I don't want him here now because even before Jeff and Howie did him dirty, he didn't come out and say anything. How about you coming out for your coach? When have you ever seen a co- Super Bowl winning coach get fired? He's pissed at him. Right. Yeah, because he didn't have anything to do with the Super Bowl because there's a statue of Nick Foles outside. We know <laughs> we've been through this. He's pissed. <laughs> you know that they don't get that first round by unless Wentz plays out of his mind like that. And listen, we all know what he did. I don't want to forget what he did. Well, Foles doesn't win. The, we don't win the Super Bowl without the first round by. I'm sorry we don't. And the only reason why we got the first round by is Wentz played his ass off real quick. Let me just make this point real fast before I forget. Did you know that Wentz scored a 40 out of 50 on that Wonderlick test? I didn't even know that they still use that, but apparently they do. That's and they use it. Yeah, they he scored really high. It, Goff apparently had a high score too, and he was only 36 out of 50. Wentz was 40 out of 50. So I know where, where it was like, oh, the guy can't read a defense. He's mentally nuts. He's stupid. I don't think he's stupid. I just think the pressure of Philadelphia really came. This isn't Fargo, buddy. This isn't no. Bismarck. <laughs> this isn't North Dakota. Mm. It is true. Dakota. It, it is true. But but here's the thing, Mike, and it, and this is what, what you just said. It, it, it rings a bell because it's going to piggyback on what Al's saying right here. He says, in my opinion, the biggest thing we do in Philly is assume. What does assuming do? Carson doesn't owe us anything. I disagree. Carson owes us everything in the sense that he decided to take on this role. Okay, Carson Wentz. His role is to stand up there and take questions, not dodge them. Okay, so he does owe us that. Okay, so you always owe us that. I I hate when, listen, if you went out there and you gave it 100%, then fine. AI, AI didn't owe us nothing. Okay, Alan Iverson put it all out there, and I'm not saying Carson Wentz didn't, but what I am saying, bringing us back to what what, what Mike mentioned about, you know, with, with assumptions. Here's what I will say, or or Al, Brian Westbrook, I think we would all pretty much say is a well respected guy. Sure. Okay, he's the one who came out and said he can't read the defense. Okay, I listened to him on multiple occasions say yeah. this this got so uh, again. Yeah. So let's not say we're assuming anything. We're taking what credible 
people are saying. Not all of them, okay? Not all of them. But yeah, certainly not me. Those more than I do. Okay, so yeah, I'm listening to B West. Okay, do you think yeah. if Brian Westbrook and Carson Wentz were in front of each other, yeah, and Brian Westbrook said to Carson, "You can't read a defense." How do you think that would go? You, you I mean, like, really, you don't think I can read a defense? That that doesn't even make sense to me. Honestly, it doesn't. I, I don't. I don't. That there's no way that Carson, who got a 40 out of a 50 in a Wonderlick test, he's been in the NFL for five years. And doesn't know how to read a defense. He had a shit year, fellas. His whole team had a shit year. The organization had a shit year. I don't. I don't understand. I, let me ask you this, Tony. What do you if if Carson were to change your mind tomorrow? What would he have to do to change your mind and get on a better side of? Let's just say you and Googs. Like, what would you want him to do or say? Go on Twitter and send an endorsement for the new coach. Thank you. I mean, the first thing you do, but it's already too late. He didn't even do it. So if he does it now, it just looks like he was told to do it or they're trying to spin yeah. something. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I'm ready to work. Yeah, I'm ready to – what, what hurts? Tone, exactly. Ready to work. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get some. Anything. He doesn't want to be here. He don't want to be here, man. Guess what? How about this? Let's throw this scenario out, right? Yeah, look at that. Victoria says Jeff is for sure how he's puppet master. Obviously, Super Bowl gave him an ego, and now he's like the Mad King. Excellent. Definitely true. Uh, (laughs) The Mad King. But think about this. What if, Tone, what if if nobody takes him? What happens then? What the hell would happen? Then there's a quarterback. Then there's a quarterback. uh, uh, It's not controversy. We're stuck with. No, the guy it's, that doesn't want to be here. Well, that's the problem. That's competition. The problem. It's a quarterback competition. There can't be. The quarterback competition's over, man. It's over. That quarterback competition was over in week 12. It was over. Say what you want. When when week 12 happened and Carson did not come back a week 13 as the starter with another chance, it was over. It was done. This so, is this is this, where it was headed. This is, this, in my opinion, told if, you guys that too. By the way, you did say yes, that. You, you, you did. Listen, don't pat it? yourself on the back. That's our job to compliment. Yeah, you. that's that's right, Coach. That's right. You did yeah. a great job, Tony. So, <laughs> good luck. Listen, call, good luck calling that out. I would love to see this make it play out, though, because you have a new coach, a new system. You bring in some new players. Whatever, everybody gets healthy. You want to see who the true better quarterback is? Then that would be the ultimate way to figure out. And, and and win the game that way. What, what's this? I love my boy Al, Albert Dixon. Why did they give Carson that extension after he proved nothing in big games? And if a hot dog wrapper flies out of the stand, <laughs> he's hurt. That is the best comment of the night. Excellent, Al. Excellent. My, my biggest, my biggest brother. He's always a uh, witty for, uh, you know. Uh, that is. I don't even know what to say. That is fantastic. <laughs> a hot dog wrapper. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, Jamar says Tommy was messed up with Carson. Had weapons while he was hurt. Wasting Ertz's best year, and all the young wide receivers aren't young anymore. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Andre says Carson is now known as the quarterback formerly known as. Wow, just a symbol, <laughs> right, Andre? We're just going to put a symbol. <laughs> Prince, it's going to. What's his symbol? Thing. What's his symbol going to be? Yeah, an arrow pointing down or thumbs down? Exactly. That's uh, that's Wentz now. From now on, we shouldn't even say his name. Those we don't speak of. CW. 
Uh, Tori says, yeah, and how did they repay Carson for making Walmart employees work on the field? They draft a goddamn quarterback. Well, Tori, here's the thing. Uh, you know, whether we like the pick or not, it, it's actually looking like there's a reason why they drafted Jalen Hurts because they weren't yeah. sold on Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, I, I, listen, I'm not saying I was. I'm not saying I was. I, we don't know. Some, something besides what we're talking about happened. Something. When, you know, call me out later, right? We all know something happened. But how do you disagree with what she's saying? I mean, if you're supposed to be the franchise and you go, like we already said, you go draft somebody high, something is definitely wrong. But if you try to, let's try to be empathetic a little bit because okay. we've been destroying Wentz. Let's just, let's just pretend that you're Carson Wentz. You know, if they did not sell this to him, that they were going to draft a guy like Jalen Hurts that high, that's an ultimate slap in the face to Wentz. And then maybe at that point he was just done. And he just said, listen, and my it, maybe his agents is telling him, look, I'm going to get you out of here. Just let me make my magic. I'm done with people. Who knows, bro? That's probably what happened. And I, and why would you sign the backup quarterback that they did for the money they did if they were in search of a backup quarterback? I would love to know the answer to these questions. And you know we never will. But oh, it looks like they did him dirty. Yeah, we're, we're, we're never. Listen, and, and it, it just – Listen, I, I I am not a guy who I do not want Carson Wentz to fail, man. I I, I said it. I tweeted it out three days ago. I feel he's going to be successful. It's just not going to be here. Okay, I'm just being honest. It's not going to be here. Is he going to be Tom Brady? No, no, he's not. Is he going to be Drew Brees? No, he's not. And I think right now that he's broken very badly. Broken beyond almost repair because we've seen this before. Now, if he can get to somebody, you know, is it a coincidence that Dave Filippo got promoted to quarterbacks coach uh, on the Bears? All of a sudden, that's his boy. You know, Frank Reich in Indianapolis and the two teams. I, I don't know. But one thing is for certain, you could say whatever we want, but Jalen Hurts emulates the new style of quarterback in the NFL. And we, we could say we've said it on this show multiple times. So they have to be looking at that. They have to be looking at that. And again, Jalen Hurts hides your deficiencies. Yes. Did he regress? Okay. After his whole four games? Of course. What did you expect? Okay. But what he did show you was the flashes, the energy, the excitement. We listen, boys. We felt the same way when McNabb came in for Washington. Say what we want, but when McNabb came in as rookie year Washington, we were ecstatic. And I get it was because it was Doug Peterson who was a stiff at quarterback. But <laughs> okay, at least we were happy. Okay, and I was nothing but Carson the best. But unfortunately, guess what? He ain't he ain't Philly. He ain't built for Philly. Hard pump, his hard pumps, Kool Aid. Bye. Next. That's it. If Done. Carson no was back in the Super Bowl, Brady would have eight rings. <laughs> Alfred is killing Carson, man. Wow, killing wow. Carson. Every time well, I see I, it, I'll, I'll give it to I'll give it to my big brother. He was one of the guys that said, and Tony, you're not going to like this. He said, but when they got rid of Falls, he's like, ah, I'd get rid of Carson. I'd keep Foles. So to give Albert credit, he was never um, on board with Carson. A lot of people said that, and we know Foles. Everybody said Foles is trash. He went to other teams. He couldn't do anything. He wasn't a starter. He's a guy that had to come in off the bench. Great, but he had something here, you know, and um, and, and maybe that came down from up top. We have no idea after they won the Super Bowl. Do you think Doug wanted to part with the quarterback that won in the Super Bowl? Probably not. He pro yeah. There was probably something there, too. 
Yeah, wait, anyway, we'll never know. We'll Dan never know. says you could take the Wonderling test online. Yeah, it's. I heard it's not easy. We yeah, should take I heard. it for the show. Yeah, I'd get like a three on it. I'm sure. Yeah. Here I'm sitting there, Carson points? Cannon. Yeah, I'm sure. How many points I would do you get to write pen. your name? <laughs> What's that? What do you get, Dave? I said, how many points do you get for writing your name? Yeah, you get a, you get one point. You get one uh, Wonderlick point. Yep. I'm I'm there with that. I got that point. Andre says Carson is definitely going somewhere. The hunting is elite. He's a rural guy. Philly is too grimy for Carson. The pressure killing him. Grimy like Noriega. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I just as I asked a few people, did they know who the new coach is for the Eagles? And they didn't know. Of course, nobody. I don't even know who he is. Nobody uh, does. Oh, man. That's that's, a, that's exactly who he is, Googs. He's a nobody. Hey, man, maybe maybe he'll have a great year. I mean, who could you imagine having to work for that organization? Jeez, that no. guy's got his work cut out for him, man. I can't wait Dude. for that. That first press conference was absolutely I, like oh, I can't even get watch destroyed. it without seriously getting upset. Like, he's going to get was, destroyed. Did you see that first press conference? Was, tonight? Yeah. Like everybody, I know he was nervous. Fine, it, I know he's nervous. Yeah. But dude, this is Philly. I mean, this yeah. is Philly. You know, you you, hey, you want to well, go? The, you want to have that kind of coach and that profile? Go to Jacksonville. This listen, is Mike. To add to what you're saying, they told us that Todd Bowles on a on a Zoom chat did not interview well, but this guy did. Are, are you? <laughs> this is the organization that is going to take us to the next level. Yeah, These meanwhile, people, they shut down Mahomes. Yeah, but he, he didn't. Uh, but, but, you know, he was terrible on Zoom, but he shuts yeah. down Mahomes in the Super shut Bowl. Shut down Breeze, shut down Rodgers, shut down Mahomes. Uh, that's pretty good. He didn't sniff an interview. Andy retreat. No, he, he had a Zoom meeting with us, Tony. Yeah, but, but again, okay, but with who else? He wasn't even in yeah. contention. Yeah, why, though? Yeah, but why, why yeah. is that? I don't know. There's he, got a, he got a wrong mistake. He got a raw deal in New York. The yeah. Jets stunk. <laughs> the ownership was terrible. He did the best he could. Of course he, he did. Good coach, man. Yeah, man. Here, here's a guy. Here's a guy that's played in the league, right? He's got he's got many accolades now as a coach. He's been around as a head coach. You don't give him another chance. This would be a perfect scenario for him to walk into and hire a young. You could have hired that kid Sirianni or whatever his name is to be your offensive coordinator. Let Todd Bowles lead the ship. Get the men in the locker room to play like men. Like he proved that he can get a defense to play. That number 45, that linebacker, does everybody love him now? Or is it just me? Uh, the the kid that played for Tampa. Oh, Devin White? Oh, my God. He played for LSU. What, well, go figure. Let me let me draft a guy from LSU to play middle linebacker. He runs a 4-4. I mean, he's what? a beast. He's an animal. And most, most people are just, listen, I know it's Brady. won another Super Bowl. I get it. Everybody talks about the that offense. Defense I don't think anybody's him. talking about that defense. It was crazy all year. And this yeah. guy was in the, in the middle. Of, I don't know much about Bulls, but uh, yeah. I do know that he did get a role. Anybody that goes to the Jets gets a role deal anyway. We know that. That's except just Adam Gates. Yeah, that's a paycheck. Yeah, that's, pay, that's, a pay, that's a paycheck uh, Paycheck stop, you know. Brian got a good point. He says, here's something you hear about in the NHL, but not too much in the NFL. Why was there never a sports psychologist paired with Wentz when he came to Philly or after the Super Bowl year and injury? Teams are investing so much money in these players. That's a great point. But how, would, uh, how, do, we know we're, how do we know they're not? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Good, I think, good point, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they do. But if they didn't, it's a really good point because it's so something that should have been done. After ACL injuries – they do give you a psychologist normally because it takes a lot to get over that thing mentally as much as physically. So you might, you might be on to something they did and we don't just know about it. 
That's possible, but I, what, what Al says, you know, it's true. You know, Al, we absolutely know that that is going to happen because yeah. that's exactly what happens in Philadelphia, and I'm not going to feel good. But 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 right now you're you're not coming back from this, okay? You're just not coming back too, from this. I'm with Al. I'm with Al. I said it earlier, Al. I I agree with you. I think the media and I think the Eagles have spun this a certain way to uh, attack Carson. Um, and and that's the way they want it. <laughs> Spadero served as a psychologist due to budget. We, we've had budget cuts. Uh, we are oh. going to put in Dave, the corporate mouthpiece, oh, Spadero. Oh, oh God. God. Could you imagine? That's a good one, Mike. I love that. That was a great Trevor says Carson Wentz is that dude that declined to therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. Um, Andre says, I'm going on the streets for heat ratio sports. I need a heat ratio microphone and ask the fans these questions. It would be straight comedy. I'm sure it would. Yeah, the first question, Andre, is I'll walk up to somebody. It says, do you know who Nick Sariani is? Right. And the (laughs) question is, I guarantee you, when more people know who heat ratio sports are, it's before Nick Sariani. Just say. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Yeah, he sounds like a a captain in the Gambinos. I mean, uh, we had about 15 minutes left. That's who. That's who Sariani is. He's the guy you kick the money to upstairs. Oh my! God. Oh my God! That's great. Let, let, let let's swing course here because unfortunately, I, I didn't. We went fifty six minutes, but again, you know, just on Carson Wentz and the and the Eagles because it's it's legit, man. It's what's happening. Yeah, it's right worth now. it. It is, but 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 let's talk real fast. I don't. We don't really need to recap the Super Bowl. Tom Brady gets his ring, uh, number seven. Cement oh, legacy. It is what it is. Uh, Thirty-one to nine. Not what I expected. Uh, Todd Bowles was masterful. The defensive team was masterful. Uh, you know, Dave, you had, a, you had a good point about. You know, we could touch on that real fast. Obviously, we see what happened with Andy Reid's son uh, with the DOIs, and, uh, you know, people are in. Co- it, it's an awful situation. I uh, already lost one son to a drug overdose, but the, the, the people want to bash his kid and the way he's a father is 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 absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's disgusting, uh, is what it, it is. is. It is. It makes you, it, it's what makes you hate social media. Social yeah. media can be great. It can be very rewarding. It can be very resourceful. But at times when you see things like that, it's like, man, bro, there's a line, man. Yeah. Like, you, you, you got to understand. And, and that's where what we said, boys, earlier, that's the kids in their mom's basement instead of the grown men. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, that's the little girls playing with dolls and, and instead of being real hairdressers. It's a sick, yeah. sick comment to make when you so, say things like that. You know, it's very, uh, very, very disturbing. Very exactly. Disturbing. I could. Uh, I'm, I'm really bothered by all that stuff. P- passionately against anybody that said that Andy Reid is not a good father because of things like this. I think they're low life scumbags, in my opinion. And for somebody to attack a guy for just loving his kids as much as he could and giving them opportunities that he didn't have and trying to help them through some struggles and the things that he has done putting them in positions to be successful and the grown men that they were made bad decisions and he's going to be faulted for that. You're not a father. If you, if you say that he's not a good father, that's my opinion. Uh, And I know, I know that we're sports program and all this other stuff, but that's my rant about that. I think that anybody that said that is a low life scumbag. David, tell us how you really feel about the rest. You of got it, Mikey. <laughs> Real quick, a last point on that. Um, if you obviously a lot of people that watch the show, and also we all have children, and uh, you know, obviously it's it's a horrendous situation to be in. Okay, and hopefully 
uh, the little girl that was injured and their family and hope everything works out okay. And, um, you know, nobody winds up dying. Uh, it's, it's just a bad situation. But again, they're men, like they've said, like everybody said, you know, you can't control what what your uh, what your kids do. And, you know, for people that attack the guy, look, I'm no Andy Reid fan. OK, I can't stand the guy. I, I suffered with him. I didn't like anything about him being a coach. I just, you know, that was, that's a football opinion. But as a you know, man to man opinion, you can't control what happens. It's just people that are jealous that like to say, oh, you know, Andy, I hope your football career is worth it. You can't even they're just jealous people. Yeah. And that's all it is. And, and, and for them to make uh, comments like that really shows you the kind of people that you're dealing with. So, you know, I'm sure he's immune to this kind of stuff. It's just it's horrible. And hopefully everything works out for both sides of the family. It's just a terrible, terrible situation. It is. Yeah. Well said, man. Well said. Uh, you're really nothing more to say. Just, you know, prayers up and hopefully we, you know, yes. best outcome is possible. Yes. yes and, yes. and how about last thing I will say, how about and, and I'm not making excuses, but how about let's just try to get this kid some help. It's just yeah. like burying his father and burying him let's let's try to get the kids some freaking help first instead of just wanting to kill people over their mistakes and and again listen i'm not going to get into like it's a bit i get it i understand 100 but who are we to judge so i'm going to say none go. of us yeah. none of us are perfect so let, let, let's let's do this we are we are going to give a little trivia question here because we had two trivia questions last week we're gonna segue we had 15 minutes left you know we've been sticking this hour 15 we've been doing really good things are picking up i got a good trivia question it's a baseball trivia question while we, sure. we talk a little basketball here i let everybody think about it. and don't google it man no one google, <laughs> google it okay uh see what you can get your guess in now this baseball trivia okay as the of the end of the 2016 season who was the last pitcher to pitch a perfect game? So think Whoa. about that in your head. And again, I told everybody, you know, we're going to start doing some giveaways. So the, this is the, the the creation of that. So uh, we, we have gift cards, jerseys, things of that nature. You follow the show, subscribe to the show. We'll be giving away the trivia question and, and some other things. I can't just do the trivia question because I know some of you are going to be scumbags and Google it. Sorry, but it's the truth. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> <laughs> but now, that's to our loyal listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for the people who aren't scumbags, get a guess question. As, as of 2016, who was the last pitcher that pitched a perfect game? Uh, so, a so lot of good, uh, it, it could be a, a, a ton of good answers here. Um, everybody getting in. Well said, Dave. Um, he wants a yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, bravo. Al says sports are sports. Life is what's really important. Absolutely. Uh, Whiskey Mike, new segment. What's in the Yeti? Uh, <laughs> I like that. Come on, Tony, do, do the full 90. I can't, man. We're checking 115. Plus, we got, got a late night Sixers game, man. Got a late night Sixers game. Trevor checking in says Jake Arietta. Uh, Arietta, no, not Jake Arietta. Uh, Dan Green, second in, Mad Max. It's not Max Scherzer. Mike Bell with a really good one, but that's not it. It's Robin <laughs> Roberts. It's going way back. That's, uh, uh, is that 1952, Robin Roberts? Wow. That's I got cool. one, Tony. I got a guess. Go ahead, Dave. We got. Is it Burley? It is not Mark Burley. It's a good guess, though. That's a good okay. guess. Uh, really, really good guess. Uh, Albert checks in, says Roy Halliday. Uh, no, it is not. Uh, my buddy Rick says, well, no, I'm not answering because you will think I am a scumbag. <laughs> we're, all, we're all scumbags, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a level of scum. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Adam says, 
Uh, Clay Kershaw, That's no. Uh, Dan Green, Dr. Burley, no. So while we're thinking of that, think of that question. I'll let you guys know. We're going to stream in a little baseball talk here. And listen, you know, for, for the Sixers, we, we we know what's going on with the Sixers. They're they're having a really good year. I, I don't I don't want to get into any Ben negativity talk right now, and any, uh, you know any of that because let's just ride the wave. Uh, you know we, we we got about five, six, seven minutes left on the show. I I, I don't want to kill. All I know is you know they're going to be making some moves with some bench pieces. Though you know they're getting a rotation set, and the one thing is nice that we're getting actually see a nice product on the floor. Do I think it's championship style yet? No, they have a long way to go, but. At least it's in a positive direction, and there's no more Brett Brown. So let me say this based on basketball, and this will get the conversation going for the next five minutes. And I watched the other night Steph Curry uh, go one-on-one against Luka Doncic back and forth, and Steph Curry, again, you know, scored. He he had 70-plus fantasy points. He scored 50 points in the game. The guy was just masterful. Uh, You know, it's like poetry in motion coming off his palm. It really is. And what I want to ask you guys is it's a two-part question here. Uh, you know, Steph Curry as the greatest shooter ever to play the game. And I say that in just and, and, and I know this will get the people talking because a lot of people, there's not a names we can mention out there as as far as Reggie Miller and Larry Bird. And, you know, we, we could go way, way back and talk about all the names. But what Steph Curry is doing is something that I don't think can be duplicated. And this part two of that question is, is this the best of the best? Are we in an era of the NBA that we will never see again? And what I mean by that is you have LeBron at 35 years old, just completely balling out. You have guys like Damian Lillard and Steph Curry that are just hitting that 30-year-old plateau. Steph is actually 30, right? 30 plus. And so you're seeing a group of supreme talent and what happened in the draft this year, and I, I know you have guys like, you know, you see what LaMelo Ball is doing, which is which is pretty impressive. But I just don't think we're ever going to see the amount of talent, you know, in, in like a 15 to 20 year period um, that, that we would be able to see in the future. I, I just don't think it's going to be like that. I, I, I physically think like this is, you know, there's going to be good players and great players, but not all stacked up like this. I, I, it's just... Right now, for me, I, I love Watts in the NBA. Uh, you know, and, and when you get to watch guys like Damian Lillard and Steph Curry just continue to knock down shots time after time, people in their face, it's it just unheard of. And, and they just hit nothing but cotton, nothing but cotton. So, Dave, best shooter of all time, Steph Curry. It, it, you, can we say right now best shooter of all time, or does he, does he have to go on any longer? No. I, I think I, I've I can say I've watched a lot of basketball in my time and uh, and <clears throat> Steph Curry. F- first of all, Steph Curry's a different type of shooter. Uh, Reggie was close to him. Reggie Miller was a close second to him with his ability to create his own shots and move his feet to get his shot. Larry Bird was more of a you know a, a set shot type of guy. I love Larry Bird. Like I mean, you know. Those two players, Ray Allen, bring uh, bring to mind as as a type of shooter. But what Steph Curry is able to do, move his feet and 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 get open shots and drain the three ball the way he does in an era where the three ball is the only shot they take, he's the best at it. Now, 
you know, the, the next in line, I mean, like I said, you mentioned Ray Allen or uh, uh, Reggie Miller. I mentioned Ray Allen and Larry Bird. I mean, Harden is is creeping up there as well. But uh, Steph Curry is phenomenal. I think he is the best pure shooter that we have ever seen in basketball ever. That's just my opinion. Uh, Andre says, Steph, yes. And he also says, good comment to 1B. The league is going to evolve again to a different style in five to 10 years, and we are going to see more 120 plus games. And, and that you, you could be very well right. You know, and, and maybe that's what I mean. Maybe we're never going to see this style again where, you know, there's, th- you know, 30, 33 pointers shot in the first half. Right, <laughs> it's just like it's a gun show, right? It is, and it's it's fantastic entertainment. I, I'm telling you, man, I I watched, and I, you know, I'm so excited. No, like, no, let me stop you for one yeah. second. I I just got on ESPN as I just got an alert. Steph Curry amazes with a circus act shot. <laughs> That was the comment from ESPN. It just blew up. Somebody, somebody wrote on our I, I, what did, Eric best, Snow. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Eric Snow. Going back, you guys remember Kevin Grevy and Brian Winters and Doug Collins, but no one is like. So I don't even know who Kevin Grevy and Brian Winters are. No, they I, could be they could be porn stars, as far as I know. I have no like idea. Brian Winters sounds like a. Yeah, what, 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 I know who Doug Curry, Collins is. I know who Doug Collins is. Doug Mo. Um, what about uh, what about Ray Allen? Well, that's I, what, I mentioned. Oh, did you? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. You know, yeah. you can't. Ray Allen has to be in that conversation. Uh, yeah, Trevor says, "Who runs your account sheets?" I'm waiting to name Jason Capono. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bell says, "Best shooters equals Steph, Ray, and Jeff <laughs> Rulin." <laughs> <laughs> he was phenomenal, Tony. You got to oh. find a shot of, of Jeff Rulin when he when he was for the bullets. Him and his hairy legs, his shorts jacked up. Oh my oh god, my hilarious! God. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll open that. We'll open with that next week. Oh um, my god. Al says Curry has changed the NBA, college, high school, and city streets. Just ridiculous. It's a good point. Just like AI brought the brought the culture and changed the culture in the NBA, Steph Curry has changed it in the sense that. I brought this up. Dave, you know this. Mike, you know just from, uh, you know, watching little kids, you know, on TV. It's like everybody has to shoot a three. And I said that as a coach. I was like, uh, you know, coach of peewee basketball, all all of a sudden, there is no bright. Dave, you know, everybody grab. What's the first thing to do? Shoot the three. Everybody wants to shoot just like I I missed it. I missed the the grounded out, uh, grinded out in the paint type of game and just, you know. The uh, fall Warren style. That, you these know kids, I mean? these kids can't shoot layups, but they're behind the three ball line, chucking them up. Dude. Well, Ben can't make a layup either or a three pointer, yeah. but oh. that's for another show. Sorry, had to get right in there. Oh. <laughs> and that, and that's the only thing we're going to say about Ben Simmons. Yeah. You know, He's averaging fifteen it. points a game, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, what, what about Kobe? Trevor says. What uh, about that's a good Kobe? Kobe. Kobe, you know, they, the, the kids, I hear them determine like a slasher, a shooter, a, a scorer. Kobe, to me, obviously was a phenomenal shot, right? He scored right. 60 right. Uh, and, and in a game or two. Um, I just look at him as a scorer, not a shooter. I know that sounds weird, right, Tony? That, no, that, no. I, I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. I, I I do the same thing. I always say. I mean, you see the jerseys behind me, right? You know, it's it, it's it's Jordan, it's Kobe, it's AI. 
I mean, that's my list for guards. And I, yeah, Al, I know you're, you're going to hit because there's no LeBron there. I'll give him number four, but he's not in my top three. It's just, you know, they're, they're at, at guards. They're who I, that, that's who I want. They're my guys. Um, I will say this. We got about four minutes left. Uh, I'm going to go back up to our trivia question because two people nailed it. Uh, Albert says Verlander was not Verlander. Uh, Adam says Steven Schausberg. It was not Steven Schausberg. Uh, again, question. I got one more before you give the answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read the question again. As of the end of 2016 season, who was the last pitcher to pitch a perfect game? What do you got, Dave? What's your last guess? I'm Gardner. No. Actually, oh. Trevor and Andre got it with Felix Hernandez. Oh, the cat. Play Hernandez playing for the Seattle Mariners pits a rare perfect game against the Tampa Bay Rays on August 15, 2012. King I mean, Felix. Yeah, cool about his guys, man. Because I, I honestly, when I was reading, I was like, mm. I'm like, I, I I don't even know. You know what I mean? So let's end this on. We usually do the music segment with John, but John's not here. So I got a funny picture. We've got about three minutes left. We'll get everybody <laughs> in. And I, I just want everybody to tell me when I show them this, what do you think's going on in this conversation? Okay. And and this is two of our favorite people. So right here, here we got, we got Doug laughing his ass. We got Howie with that little look. I, I don't know. I, I, what do you guys think? What's going on here? What, what's Doug laughing at? What, let's let's have a little fun. We got about three minutes left. You know, is is uh, Howie telling him, "Hey, Doug, guess what? Uh, you're not going to see another game." And he's <laughs> laughing. And, you know, I can see Howie going, "Hey, hey, Doug, Jalen's dressing tomorrow," and, 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 and he's laughing. Or, or no, I got one. He's saying, "Yo, Doug, I call the shots." And you know what I mean? The dogs just laugh. You like that, Dave? What do you think, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's, hey, hey, Doug, uh, you're going to be fired by the end of the year. <laughs> I don't know if he laughs at that, but maybe he says, hey, we're going to trade Carson Wentz. <laughs> hey, I, I, I got one right now. He's looking at Doug. says, yo, Doug, say whatever you want, but my Johnson's bigger than yours. Uh, look how look how small Howie is compared to uh, uh, God. Uh, you're getting rid of Carson. I love him. <laughs> Lori said you're next, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Howie say I got a deal on Brandy Loves Only Fans. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Howie, mine's bigger than yours, Doug. Lay. Exactly. He's talking about Johnsons, man. Yeah. Oh man. And, I'm making a decision of 48 man roster, Doug laughs, and no, Doug, I'm serious. Uh, isn't mm -hmm. that the truth? And we kind of could end on that because mm -hmm. I can't believe that is serious. And, boys, it's been a great episode. And next week, we're probably going to do this. And, and Carson Wentz will not be the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we'll be crazy. We'll be breaking it down next week. Uh, we will have Jeff Mosher inside the birds on the show. Uh, Jeff, good friend, of, you know, good friend of mine, good friend of the show. Uh, you know, we've been talking for a little while, get it set up. So, uh, you know, he was going to come on tonight, couldn't make it, uh, you know, and he said, I'll be on next week. So uh, it would be nice to pick his brain a little bit because he is on the inside 
Uh, he, he's not afraid to say he's a source. He's not afraid to say what he feels. Uh, and, and he's going to give you, you know, his, his heartfelt comments about this situation. So uh, be plenty of stuff to talk about. We did it, boys. We're under 115. As always, give us the heat ratio subscription. Uh, you're following us. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. I said we're at 190. Anybody in these comments, if you have a YouTube page, go to Heat Ratio Sports and hit the subscribe button. Let's get to 200 by the end of the week. We got some giveaways coming up, hopefully some new parts partnerships, things of that nature. But for myself, Tony Jigsaw-Cotillo, my boy Mikey Googs, my man coach Dave Dixon, shout out John Coker. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, I say always, every single day, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch you next week. Peace.